All right, friends, we got to step up and support our friends at Strava Craft Coffee. Uh, we can do better for them. I know we can. I really want to because they send me free stuff, and I want that to keep happening. So just know you can save 25% off your first purchase when you use code DNVR25. Um, if you don't know what Strava Craft Coffee is, it's CBD-infused coffee, which means it's the best way to get that morning jolt without getting those morning jitters. Uh, and if you subscribe to Strava Craft Coffee now... You can receive 20% off your order every single time. You're deciding what doses, what flavor, when it comes to you every two, four, six, eight weeks. So step up, help us out, help our friends at Strava Craft Coffee out. I, uh, I sincerely suggest this. You will not regret it. What is up, everybody? And welcome to the Winners Lounge. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back. We're not done yet, baby. Everything is oh back. We are fixed, God. baby. Hey, man. You know they needed a fun one. They got a fun one. And by they, I mean us. We. we I needed, needed a fun it. one, bro. I don't even know if that was a fun one. Oh, that was very that. fun. I thought that was very fun. Oh, it was super fun. I mean, Michael Ford Jr. had a career high. The stakes were incredibly low. They could not have been lower the playing than the lowest stakes <laughs> playing against a G League Rockets team. But you know what? We'll take it. So much to get into, guys. P.J. Dozier had a career high in points. Uh, Faku Kampazu had a career high in assists. Michael Porter had a career high in points and in three-pointers made. And I'm pretty sure Jokic and Faku combined to out-assist the Houston Rockets altogether. There you go. There's a lot of good things to talk about. I can't wait to talk about all of them. Plus, we're going to talk about the brightest timeline. We have to. There's a new brightest timeline. We have to readjust what that is. We'll figure that out together. But first, of course, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download it. Use promo code DNVR. Win money alongside with us. Although, I will say, we didn't have a great night. We didn't have, well, Dev wasn't here uh, to really guide us. But also, we were right. The Rockets were wrong. The Rockets were wrong. We were right. Nikola Jokic was knocking on the door of winning all of the bets that were set out for him. Yeah, and he, he missed, he missed the, a bunny. He missed the layup at the end. A layup. Yoke, that yoke. was rough. I didn't enjoy that. That was at for all. our money. I didn't enjoy Son that at all. Gun. We were right, though. I mean, my, Nikola Jokic was going to go off tonight. Michael Porter Jr. was going to go off tonight. Both things happened. Jokic, unfortunately, was not granted the ability Thank to God. play the fourth. I know. Uh, he played too much, if we're being honest. Oh, he played way too much. There's no. Ch- he shouldn't have gotten in the second half at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we'll get to all that. I got Brendan Vote over here. He's cold. Yeah, I run cold. It's just a fact about me. I'm a jacker guy. But I'm feeling hot inside. Yeah. Oh, nice little yeah. uh, way to spin that one. I don't know uh, if I really mean that. Also, another man wearing a jacket. It's Eric. Well, you guys are jackets inside? Uh, Adam, I've worn this jacket uh, <laughs> more times than Michael Porter Jr. has shot threes. That can't be true. It is. I, I've worn this jacket, you know, a lot. Let's just say that a lot. All right. Yeah, yeah James, James has the right note here to lead off with. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, Mike. Mike. Hey, man. Indeed. That was one for every Michael Porter three-pointer tonight. There were eight of them. Eight. Eight three-pointers. And by the way, it was only eight of 12. It wasn't like he was throwing up threes left and right. Eight, eight of 12. <laughs> that guy, so man. Three-pointers. That is a lot of three-pointers. You know what's crazy is Steph Curry hit 10, like, five games in a row. Well, I mean, Steph Curry. But this is third, I know, but like this is second-year Michael Porter. To watch Michael Porter, you're like, that's the most threes anyone's ever shot and hit. So well. 7 of 14 last night, right? Yeah. So this now makes it so back-to-back games with seven threes as a nugget. And so for some context here, I was doing the math a little bit earlier. 
players to have made eight threes in a Denver Nuggets uniform. Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf did it twice, but he did it twice in 1995 when the NBA moved the three-point line closer for some reason. Not to take any, you know, too much away, but it is a shorter shot, and he uh, so he did it twice that year. Michael Adams did it twice back in 89 and 91. You know how crazy that is? Yeah, that is pretty nuts. <laughs> That's actually. really nuts. That's actually he must really have been on nuts. the floor to only do that, huh? Uh, I, I really wouldn't know. He shot 23s in one of the games and 12 in the other. He goes 8 of 12, so it's pretty wild. Chauncey did it once. Ty Lawson did it once. Jamal Murray has done it twice. Uh, J.R. Smith has done it seven times. <laughs> and Brian Stith did it once. So, And, and Brian Stith, by the way, also in 1996 when the, the, the court was shorter. So um, not that many times has it happened. And if you go to seven threes, which Michael Porter has now done in back-to-back games. That's only happened like 13 or 14 times in, in Nuggets history. You know, so not back-to-back, just seven in general or, or by, by that many players. So Michael Porter already in, what is it? Not rare company. Uh, elite company. What? Rare company. You were unable to conjure the word elite? Dude, have you not noticed it from the pregame? I'm having a hard time talking today. Yo, uh, I am so tired. Me and it's Adam, a, me and Adam played golf today, and we are wiped out. Speaking of it, can we just do this little quick tangent? We were talking about this off air. Oh, here we go. Uh, off air. <laughs> Come on, man. You have to hop in on this. We were talking. There's this story about Michael Jordan in the finals playing yeah. uh, two rounds of golf. Not one, but two. And yeah. then going on to play the finals. Yeah. No freaking idea how you could do that. Well, I am exhausted. Although I'd like to see Michael Jordan eat two Ben and Jerry pints of ice cream yeah. <laughs> like and then come do this show. Like I, that's what's up. I know I could do that. That's we're all, we're all right elite athletes in one way or another. <laughs> um, I got to say, guys, Michael Porter, The one of the crazier things about his 39-point career high, 8-for-12 three-point shooting game was didn't feel that special. No. Part of this is it was a weak op- uh, opponent, but the other part of it is I just think he can do this. I think he, I think before long he will be like Steph Curry, where the numbers start to get weird. It's like, this is 12 games in a row of five plus threes or something. I mean, isn't the jump shot, Eric, the first thing you would put? There's a lot of talent in Porter and a lot of things that make you excited. Yeah, that's the thing that you point to. But it's the jump shot. It's, oh, no it's, it's the jump shot for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> the jump shot that Vic Lombardi called on this very show. Erotic. Erotic. Yeah. You know what, Vic? That take is aging well. They're aging like aging. fine I line. would say it's aging... Very well. I'll, I'll be taking a you know a little time and to myself a, later on. Here's Gordon with a super chat. Gordon, Gordon with the we're back, back. baby. We're we back, back, baby. Let's do it. Let's hey man, do this, Gordon. Um, no, but I'm serious about it. that's the, that's the crazy thing is you know we wondered okay Jamal Murray goes down what happens with Michael Porter how many games has it been now five in two of those six, I think six in two of wrong. those games now he has seven or more three pointers that's a pretty good ratio that man dude. Michael Porter Jr. can just shoot the fuck out of the ball. Yeah, that's really the bottom line. And <laughs> I think you're, I think you're going to see his name in a lot of these kind of records, and only these seven players have done this. Porter's going to be in a lot of those, man. He, he's an elite shooter. I, I think he actually, you know, has a lot of work to do with the other parts of his scoring arsenal. Like his handle really has a lot to work to do. I mean, you know, there, there's just a lot of things. His footwork, all these different things, but. The shot is the most important part of basketball. I would say the shot. You know, what like about the attitude. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I, what I what I mean is like we talk about every skill set. If you're an elite shooter, you're halfway there. All the other sure. skills make up the sure, other sure. half. No, and he's an elite shooter, so it's like elite shooter at K- six yeah. foot ten. Katie's like 11. the worst guy on earth, and he's an amazing shooter, so he's a great basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> you are like really uh, I'm hot wacky today. <laughs> a little wacky. Um, Thirty nine points, man. And you know what's the craziest part is? 
I saw it coming. You did see it. No, coming. you didn't. No, he. We have evidence. Uh, there's no chance. We have video evidence of, of this of this kill. Do we have evidence? Uh, there's of, no chance. How many times? Eric, Adam's uh, Eric tells, it in tr- the past? tells tells lies about me all the time. He has no evidence. In <laughs> <laughs> that point, can I make a bold prediction that Please. I have for tonight? It's very bold. Yeah, I'm telling, you, and I actually believe it. Oh boy, let's go. Career high for Michael Porter tonight. Oh. Career high. Boom. Seven threes last game. These are the times that try men's souls. <laughs> He's ready for it. I'm telling you, I, I feel it. <laughs> a, a career maybe, night. Uh, maybe t- so crazy. How did you doctor that? How did I doctor that? I dubbed over it. I what, dubbed over it. What, what Adam isn't telling the folks at home is he predicts that once a pregame show. That's true. It's not the first time I predicted that, yeah. so I finally hit on it. No, but you did nail it this time. <laughs> I did it's nail it cool. this time. Um, can he continue this scoring bin? So this tonight, look, take everything with a grain of salt. This Houston team was a joke, man, yeah. an absolute joke. Yeah. Um, there was a reason Denver was favored by 14 and a half when they, too, had a roster that was depleted. <laughs> but, you know, going forward, Memphis, they got Memphis again at home on Monday. That's a really tough game. You got oh New Orleans. God. They've been tough. New Orleans, New Orleans, like, one foot in the grave. They lose tonight. I just don't get re- them, man. They don't make any sense, man. They, shouldn't you be better just by virtue of the fact that you have Zion Williamson? I mean, that's the premise of the Pelicans. It's it's not true, but it seems like it should be true. He's good. I mean, if you're, I, I don't know where you're going with that. Zion is as good as they say. No, I th- totally. I'm saying like it's a knock on everyone have, else. All the former Lakers are unfortunately just well, not as good as the right, Lakers fans you told have us. That they were. guy shouldn't you be able to then with Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and. Uh, Josh, whatever his name is. Man, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned Ingram because there was Josh Hart. There you Josh go. Hart, yeah. uh, it's funny you mentioned Ingram because you know Michael Porter or Ingram was a real talking point. I, I have I've had with many of many an analyst, including my guy Christian Clark, many times who's now covering New Orleans. Many a time I've said, you know, I take Michael Porter. At least tonight it feels good to. Vote. But but vote. Can he keep this going? Yeah, he can. And and it, that's look. That's the thing about oh well. Okay, now it's got to be Jokic Porter. Well, it, it could be a lot yep. worse than that. This, this is who Porter is. This is the cut he's cloth. This is the cloth he's cut from. He won't do it every night. And this was the get right game. They got it right. That's good. And we'll have to see how they do against different competition. Yeah. But can he? And should he try to? It's yes across the board for me. I mean, the it's he. This is this was essentially like him shooting in an empty gym, but with like guys there that were, you know, like he wasn't being pressured like last night when he was trying to make things happen like he had guys in his face he was right. having a hard time shaking free but i mean he can do it like he can make the baskets absolutely and that, now it's like can he be clever can he be strategic can he like you know get in a place where yoke can feed him but my god michael porter jr man how what are 24 hours right 24 hours ago. That's true. We could not have been any lower. And now look at me. <laughs> look at this smile. I mean, he has 15 three-pointers in 26 hours, basically. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a lot of a, a lot of a lot of three-pointers. Um, I don't know if he can keep it going, just because you know it's going to get tough. Memphis, New Orleans, then Toronto on a back-to-back. You look at it. Denver has three games coming up over the course of four days. They get tomorrow off, then three games in four days. If we're being honest. You, they've already lost enough guys. Get to the playoffs healthy, and you look at it. Are they going to catch the Clippers? I don't know. If you can win, if you can beat Memphis and New Orleans coming up, I love this. Do you rest against Toronto on Thursday? Do you rest? It's a back-to-back. It's a third game in four nights. This team yes. is exhausted. Re- re- rest yes. is who? It's Jokic and Porter. Jokic Porter. I might rest a few guys to be honest with you. I might. I, I don't know who else maybe needs those kind of you know needs that. But I'm looking at it and I just think they can't afford a single more energy. 
or injury. Right. No. Oh my God. No. They should. Abs- yes. It, the answer no. to your question. Yes. Absolutely. They're not going to catch the Clippers. Right. They're not going to. They're, it's yeah. just they're not like. It, but the thing is, is like we're all terrified of a matchup with the Lakers, but the Lakers might actually be the ones that fall out of that. They might. That's um, a story we're going to talk about a little bit later on. Yeah. Let's move to uh, PJ Dozier, who I thought also was the story. In fact, he was the story tonight uh, until Michael Porter had in a great fourth quarter. I mean, Michael Porter was great the whole game, but goes in and gets the uh, the career high. What'd you see from him tonight? Vote twenty three points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, two blocks. Yes, yeah, so everything. You, as you mentioned at the top of the show, that's a career high. Also, the first start of PJ Dozier's career. That feels not true, doesn't it? Feel I know like he's got a spot. I was start trying. I was trying like to, I've seen him start. Yeah. I was trying to poke holes in that earlier with uh, Brandon, but it, he's airtight. Airtight. So he starts out hot, guys. Three threes in the first two oh, minutes right. and Dude, a he, monster uh, block at the rim. I mean, Adam, that's. Adam wasn't here for the very, very first part of the game. I missed like two minutes. Two minutes, and he came back, and P.J. Dozier had a monster block, was three for three on threes. We were like, dude, P.J. Dozier. (laughs) And so I think like immediately you go, this is an awesome start. How does he follow this up? What does this do to his approach? What's it going to look like? Just stays efficient. Finishes 10 of 13, seven rebounds, and I thought he was a – a monster defender tonight. You really great, could not dude. have asked for a better, better Dozier. This game. is the thing that, uh, you know, they, you just have these players that are put into certain, like, little boxes, and suddenly the box changes, and it's like, it's that goldfish thing with Jokic. Like, are they able to rise to the occasion? Are they able to change their game to fit what that team actually needs from them? And, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes you forget, like, this is like brought up all the time, but like every guy that is in the NBA is incredible at basketball. Right. Just incredible at basketball. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I agree. So like you just, you know, at a certain point, like you just need the opportunity. And a guy like PJ Dozier comes in, he's never had really an established role. He's always sort of been like a spot, you know, like, is he going to come in? Is he running? Like, what is he doing? Um, in this instance now, like, and probably going forward, his role is very defined. He's that Will Barton role. And I mean, if tonight is any indication, like he he's got it. Like, and the combination of him and Faku, at least from a ball handling standpoint, I do, I do think as much as I like PJ, I kind of like him as a secondary ball handler, right. not yep. primary, and so yeah, that well, it, it allows for that. Yes. Of course, neither one I think a reliable three point shooter. But when you get Dozier tonight going three of five, that's great. I want to talk about the defense because the defense was great. But first, you made the, a great point here. He starts out absolutely on fire. He finishes ten of thirteen. P.J. Dozier, the, I honestly think I, it's, it's crazy to say is it's not the only knock. The only thing that keeps P.J. from being a consistently great starting caliber player is that sometimes he's feeling it a little too much. Sure. Tonight he had every right to be feeling it, and he felt it the exact right amount. But my, my, my feeling on that is that like when he's feeling it too much, it's like he really wants to showcase himself. You think? Yes, like when he's on the second unit, he's like, I got to get shots up. I got to show like that I can score. I can I get, do this. Like I can do And so now it's like more relaxed. He's not like, I have to do this. He can be like, the shot is here. I can take it. You know, he can get into positions where he can actually just be part of the offense with a, with an expected role. And I, I mean, you know, I mean, he's going to play a lot of minutes. It's one game against a, a, a yeah. vastly inferior opponent, but... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just looked like he was comfortable. Yeah, for him to to stand out right away, and then the next button he hits is fall back, right. play within, play Jokic ball, really. Um, Do you agree with him, though, that it comes from security of yeah. knowing you're in the rotation you're playing? Um, I'm not sure. 
I'm not you sure. I think P- Screw you, dude. <laughs> I think PJ just thinks he's this good and always has. Yeah. And so there is an element of, like, stepping into these shoes for better or worse. PJ is the last guy you have to convince that he can do this. Eric, so, uh, so, would yeah. you say that as he gets more exposure, he will be no, better no. at keeping his composure? I would say that <laughs> PJ exposure equals PJ MJ Dozier what? Composure. Oh, wow, really nailed it. <laughs> the, the one thing we've been up for a long time today. No, uh, I, I, we've been down bad for a long time. <laughs> we've been down. And we've been up for a long time. I <laughs> do think one thing that is going to fluctuate in this stretch with Dozier playing so much is the three point shooting. And tonight yes. it worked out. Yeah. And so the, it looked great against a bad team. He's going to be open and he's going to have to hit, hit those shots. I yeah. feel the same way about Dozier's threes as I do Gordon's, which is. There's some that I like, and I'm like, okay, that's a 40% shot. And there's some that I'm like, that's a 10% shot. And you can just kind of tell. And right. Dozier tonight you know, gets the good ones, and they go down. Doesn't take any of the other ones. Um, let's talk about his defense, though, because Faku, you know, they're just so different. Offensively and defensively, they, they do have, like, completely different things. And, again, you wish one, if not both of them, could shoot the ball because then they'd be, you know, incredible, probably, like, starting caliber on any team kind of players. But defensively, they complement each other as well because PJ has the length. He's got athleticism. I mean, he's a sneaky great athlete. Dude. Some of those dunks tonight were like power of just incredibly so, so much extension on it. You know what I would call him? Mr. Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Drunk with power. Jay, get out of here. He's definitely not Mr. Nugget. But, um, you know, he's just so long. So you have that yeah, so Faku intensity, like, up on him. And then you have PJ almost playing. It's almost like you have a blitzer and a free safety. Sure. Look, when Composer and Dozier have worked well against each other, whether with the starters or the second unit, it started with them turning it up together defensively, and they do have the ability to disrupt alongside each other. Now, I guess we should mention that the Rockets didn't have any guards available. Okay, tonight. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Kelly Olynyk was running point. Um, I, I mean, honestly, this was like a basketball game being played against traffic cones. <laughs> it's, it's confirmed something I have long believed. You guys know that if Jokic was forced to play in the G League, he would dominate. That's uh, a hot absolutely dominate. Wow. I've He's, said that. For NBA years. For years. <laughs> You're only saying that because he's dominating the NBA. That's right. I so saying that. do Rockets fans like Saturday, April 24th, 2021, did they like sit down to watch this game? There's no chance, man. Like, babe, wake oh. up. Kelly Olenek's running point tonight. <laughs> yeah. Dude, This I mean, one might have the circus value to it. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that you tune in I mean, you, you, I, dude, imagine, you know that we're, we're feeling weird about where we sit in the NBA world right now, just the uncertainty. Like, like they, that team had its heart ripped from its chest and just thrown into the trash. Like, if you are still watching the Rockets as a Rockets fan, you are a real one at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I'm telling you, people probably tuned in this and like, oh, Olenek's running point? All right, I'll check this out. This will be a disaster. Basketball fans are nuts, man. This will be ridiculous, and it was. Um, quickly, before we go to break, though, we'll talk also about Compazzo tonight. He gets 13 assists. He was a plus 15. Just five points on one of five shooting continues to be, you know, inconsistent, whatever, but... The, the two-man game with him and Jokic, just the, the ability for... You really have two elite passers on the court with him and Jokic, and tonight, that's what it felt like. I mean, he had 13 assists. 13. It's pretty dope. I believe his previous career high was like five or six. I think um, it might have been higher than that. Was it? I don't know. Sorry, I haven't looked it up. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so two days ago, Faku was shooting like 42% catch and shoot, up to 38% from the year. That's going to go up and down. You yeah. know, he's just... it's. 
you can't rely on him to hit those shots, and they will be wide open. Uh, maybe he will, but we, we still haven't reached that point yet. But tonight, defensively, seeing the floor as a playmaker, it was very, very fun to see Faku get to do Faku things. This uh, ultimate get-right game for absolutely everybody involved. I mean, this felt good. We saw... JaVale McGee on the floor. We saw Faku Compazzo in his bag throwing needless behind-the-back passes that just, like, <laughs> looked and felt great. They no did lookers. feel good. They and, felt like, really good. That one to J-Mike? Yeah, dude, it's, just stuff, it's, it's just stuff that you do when you, like, are just feeling good. Like, if you're stressed and, te- like, nobody was trying, like, crazy passes last night. It was 10 assists against the Hornet. I wasn't even close. Yeah, double digits. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, he's had a couple, man. He's I had just some guessed. Good ones. I yeah. just took a guess. Just threw a dart at yeah. the wall. Uh, no, he was impressive tonight. And, again, it was a weird game, but it was a get-right game. And, you know, we said this yes- um, yesterday. It was yesterday. When they <laughs> lost to the Warriors, when Will Barton goes out in the first minute, all of a sudden you put Dozier in. Are we talking and about it's old like, stuff, man? Well, I'm just saying it didn't look good. But when you don't have a chance to prepare, and also there's that emotional down, whatever, you know, now I think those two, I, I'm almost certain, will be the starters until Monte comes back. You're going to see that combination, and I have a feeling it'll gain some chemistry. Is it still extremely vulnerable to shooting slumps? Absolutely. Can sink a team if they're not making sure. enough shots. But I do think that some of the clunkiness you saw against that Warriors team is, is not going to be there. I think it'll, I think it'll go away for I, I really think most of that was emotional, honestly. Yeah. I just think that the, the team was rattled. They didn't know what to do. Nobody knew their spot. Had never played together. Had never played together. People were just shooting threes. It was there was no flow of any kind. It was ugly. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was the worst. Well, thing why are we talking about old stuff, man? But this was beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Um, king of the game, I would go for Faku. Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> Come on, eight threes. Come on, man. Thirty nine points. Season, dude. Career high. Career high, baby. Called by the king of the studio. Oh, how about this question? Will that be his career high by the end of the season? Nay. He's going to beat 39? Yes. Kale, super producer Kale saying yes. He's going for 40 for sure. He's pissed off that they didn't leave him in there to get it tonight. All right. They actually did leave him in there to they get did it tonight. Leave him in, yeah. um, I, I know what you mean, though, Kale. I don't think he does just because that, that would, um, I mean, 40 is a lot of points. I think at some point he gets, at some point he gets there in his career. But Here's the thing. Confidence. We just talked. There's two in a row. Two seven-point. Uh, seven three-pointers made, eight three-pointers made. Confidence rises. Michael Porter, you could tell when he's confident. Like, when he gets going and he's feeling it, you just want him to shoot every shot. doesn't matter if it's good or bad. And I'm telling you, his confidence goes up. You get one or two, actually, maybe just one more game like this tonight where he has six three-pointers or more. You get one more of that, I think he goes up. He levels up. You know what I mean? Totally. It's like he gets the mushroom. It makes him yeah. the big version of himself. Blah, blah, wow, another <laughs> another timely video game. Oh, man, you guys remember that video game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, remember? Can, can he get 40? Like, yeah, dude. Yes, he can. He doesn't, even, the, he doesn't nothing even know makes the you ha- this video Nothing game. makes you happier than when uh, something is thrown to vote and he just glosses right over. He's so embarrassed to even have to acknowledge it. <laughs> you know what? Why don't we do an ad break? Vote, and why don't you oh. whip out these ads now? Uh, oh, oh. Penance, yeah, the for worst your part of the night. <laughs> Just kidding. For your I love, arrogance. No, I love our <laughs> love our ad reads, guys. Although, no, I got the right one up. We're good. Uh, so, okay, guys, uh, the world's waking back up. We're going back out there into the world. Some of you might even be dating, or at least just seeing women again. Um, don't forget that one thing we used to do when the world was normal. Oh boy, here comes was manscape. We used to take right, care of ourselves. Uh, don't forget to take care of yourself. Head to manscaped.com and use code DNVR to get 20% off. 20% off what? Well, 
Uh, the Perfect Package 3.0 kit, for example, comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof, got a cordless body, uh, and a ton of other um, liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. This is the best trimmer to help you trim up the hedges. It's got a guard, so you like really can't cut yourself unless you're trying to. It's got an LED light, which I had no idea was useful until until you had to sell. It turns out it's really, really Shave useful. your nether reasons? Yeah, it's really useful. So take <laughs> care talk. of your balls. You the best really way to do time. that is to head to manscaped.com. <laughs> Make sure you use code DNVR to get 20% off of Manscaped. Let's go. And while you're taking care of yourself, while you're doing some housekeeping, take a look at that insurance bill. How much are you paying? Chances are, chances are it's too much. How do you get a better insurance? Well... Huh. Well, you could go to Gabby, which stands for Get a Better Insurance. They're not providers, but they are price shoppers. And on average, Gabby customers save $961 per year. They don't sell your info. No annoying spam or robocalls. There's no reason not to check. No reason not to put your policy to the test, just like we did, like Eric did, actually. Get a better insurance with I Gabby. I got to get out of this read. Totally <laughs> free to check out, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash DNVR. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash DNVR. We back? We're back, baby. We back? Could have gone worse. Not gonna uh, lie. Let's uh, here in a second. We're gonna talk about the new updated brightest timeline. It just got so much brighter, dude. It just got so much brighter. Beating the Rockets, who knew? Um, but first, let's talk about some of the other guys in this game. Aaron Gordon tonight gets seven points on seven shots. Okay. I mean, okay. Aaron Gordon, pretty invisible. Like, even in a game like this, like he, he does. He'll have nice little moments. He's not quite like living up to the billing of being the defensive stalwart that first off he showed us he could be early on he seems like he's coasting like you've maybe pointed out like he's got that wilson chandler vibe to him um you know i'm a little surprised honestly that he didn't uh shine a little brighter in this game in a game where everybody was was eating i'm not surprised are you that gordon didn't look that no um because i don't Look, I don't think that's what's... If you're looking for how does this team take a leap, make an evolution without Jamal, Like, I just don't think it's all of a sudden Gordon looks like a great third guy. Yeah, but he didn't even look that great on defense. Well, that look, that is the concern, right? Like the No, mo- I'm not concerned. that Because I know he can guard when he needs to. Yeah, it's true. It is like, what did you want him to go? Hey, man. Shut down Jay Sean Tate tonight. Lock up all Linux, Lock dude. it up and the nugget. It's like, come on. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a night in a vacuum, but I know you're concerned about this because you've brought up his motor in the past and you don't like that sometimes he looks like a second gear guy. You want him to be a first gear guy. Tonight, does he have to? No. Um, but it's been a week or two since we've seen Gordon look like that guy on defense. And so in, all I'm saying is for Gordon to turn it up, that's what I would like it to look like. That first gear on D. I don't need him. I just don't need him to get to 20-plus points. If you look at where the ship is headed, it's Lakers or it's Dallas, almost certainly. I mean, there's a chance it's Portland. There, you know, there's a chance it's, it's that. But I think it's almost certainly going to be Dallas or the Lakers. Dallas, by the way, gets a big win over the Lakers with Anthony Davis back. They're now 0-2 since getting Anthony Davis back. Both losses coming to the Mavericks. And all of a sudden now, the Mavericks have, I think, the second easiest schedule over this final stretch here. So the Does chances the of... have the first? I think Clippers might have the first. So Dallas now has a real shot, I think, of passing the Lakers and being Denver's matchup. If Whether it's the Lakers or whether it's Dallas, Aaron Gordon will become his, – his value will skyrocket. If it's Luka Doncic, there's That's nobody so on the Nuggets else that you, uh, that you think has a chance of guarding him. Aaron Gordon, I've been told by many people, 
one of the reasons the Nuggets were so excited for him was they said, hey, he guards Luka Doncic as well as right. anyone. Just that matchup, for whatever reason, the strength, the length. I believe it. He looked great against Kawhi Leonard. Incredible. He looked incredible. So, I mean, you're right. It is, uh, we've seen uh, the lights shine bright and him arrive at the party. It just, maybe it's just like, I mean, you, you're asking about, like, analysis on him in this game. And yeah. It, I. I don't know that it necessarily is a concern moving forward, but it, like it's a little bit of a bummer. I, like I want to, you know, you want to. But my point was, is I don't think he really can. Like some nights he'll shoot well and he'll no. have twenty, but I just don't think he can shine. And like it, it, pickup games, Lifetime Fitness, you know, in New York, they always have the pickup games. I'll bet you he just looks like a guy out there. Probably he's not a, like a pickup game. Like Michael Beasley always looks incredible. People are like, why doesn't anybody sign him? <laughs> People are asleep. Well, Jamal Crawford's great players, but they look great in that setting. Yeah. I think Aaron Gordon's a guy that doesn't look great there, and that's another way that I think he comps to a right. Wilson Chandler. Right. So I'm not concerned about it. But you get into a playoff series and you need yeah. him to shut down, and I'm just like, you know what? Tonight his effort was a three out of ten. In those games, I believe his effort is going to resemble what it did in those early Nuggets I th- games. I think that's entirely likely. Yeah, yeah entirely I, likely. I would bet. I would bet on that as well. I, I would bet it, but I, it's still like I don't know. You just kind of want to. I mean, it wasn't required tonight, but what did I see from him tonight? Uh, lackluster effort. I think. I wonder if like he needs to be thought of more. Aaron Gordon, that is, as just like just a pure defensive stopper, not as a yeah. two-way player. You know what I mean? Like a guy who's capable of making passes, capable of cutting and doing this or that, but not somebody you think of. You just don't count on his offense any more than you count on. No, I mean, that's oh the way no. I was prepared to think about him, right? When he yeah. was the fifth guy here. That was kind of the idea. And it seemed like that was the way he was going to think about Yo, himself. Too. I thought we were going to get like a bunch of dunks, though. And that was going to be like awesome. Yeah. Like he was just going like to just jump over a Kia in the middle of the... He doesn't really attack. Maybe it's the injury, but he doesn't really attack the paint that hard. Like he's... He play. That's what I mean. He plays in that second gear around there. If I, if you know, I don't really know any, but if I could have a conversation with a magic analyst, that would be my top question: is to what extent do you think this is a recent injury versus, you know, a guy who has is a has been in the league for a while now and has picked up some knocks? You know. Yeah. The other guy that I think needs to be talked about tonight is Javale McGee. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> First of all, he played. Look, the, the, the most important point. He played. He played. But uh, but I'm serious. This is It's a different look for the bench. You play him alongside Jermichael Green. Paul Millsap does not play tonight. He gets a DNP. And I thought it was a great call. Now, again, it's easy against the Houston Rockets. But, one, we wondered if Michael Malone would change that. I don't know that it was necessarily matchup dependent tonight. I think it might have just been, let's see what this, look, this looks like. And I thought he did exactly what he was supposed to. Roll to the rim and created open kickouts and protected the paint and deterred shots. He did both of those things tonight. There was one Jamichael Green corner three where you turned at us and you said that was JaVale McGee. Yep. Uh, And then also there were several layups that were either errant or never happened because McGee was on the floor. And that's just, that's a dynamic this team has not had all season long. So, And the question was asked in the pregame, like, would we see just a (laughs) stubborn sticking to of the same lineups? And we did not. We saw... Michael Malone doing exactly what we were hoping he would do. We Great point. Paul Millsap did not play at all. JaVale McGee gets meaningful minutes. He looks great. The The lineups are shaken up. Um, people have purpose. People are sort of understanding what they're doing. Again, a wildly uh, lesser opponent. Uh, but all the same, like, you know, like time together on an NBA floor means something. So right. I... I, I thought it was great. Like I, I applaud Malone in that in that sense that he just 
did what we were all just begging him to do, which who is do just you, like, let it go. Where do you think they go in the next game? Do you think it's still fluid, or do you think it's like, hey, let's give this one a try now? I think they might try the Millsap-McGee pairing. Oh, okay. Um, I think so. But I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. do, I think they got to stick with McGee after tonight. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, like, it, this could just be a, a, a one-off. Well, it could just be a one-off because it's the second night of a back-to-back, and yeah. Paul Millsap is 100 years old. So, okay. I don't know. I, I we'll see. But maybe, you know, it's encouraging to actually see something work. So maybe that, that gets us um, that type of thing. Austin Rivers played 29 minutes tonight, which I'm kind of surprised by that number. That's a lot. Um, I didn't think he was particularly noteworthy. He missed some shots that. You kind of are like, hey, you're here to make those. But, you know, he's getting his legs under him. And later, as the game went on, he started to get his legs under him. He finished 3 of 7, 2 of 6 from 3. So I don't, I don't really have any other notes other than he hasn't looked great so far, but he maybe got a little bit of momentum that he can carry over. They're, they're clearly going to go to him because they have to. They have to yeah. play somebody. Shaq Harrison, by the way, tonight, not a lot of minutes, not a lot right. of run. Actually, did he get no run? No, no he, he got 14 minutes. He, he got the 14 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So Austin Rivers, above him now at least, in this specific matchup, probably just because he's an offensive player and they have so many defensive guards. Let's move our attention, though, now to the brightest timeline, shall we? Please. Because we have to let's. figure out. Yeah, we need to. There's always a nice. Oh, look at this graphic oh, we have. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. It's just glowing. You look like uh, you look like the sun from um, Teletubbies. Teletubbies, yeah. I got you. Thanks, bro. <laughs> the, tele- the Teletubbies? Yeah. You guys both catch that reference? Yeah. Yeah, tell it to, I mean, I know the Teletubbies, but I don't know the sun from it. Yeah, it's a weird guy's face in the sun. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Um, I am like that in many ways. So we got to – it's always nice when you have something new to aspire to. You know what I mean? Like when, when Aaron Gordon got here, it was like, oh, man, like offense, defense, this, everything clicks. What's the new – what are some of the new components of the best thing we can hope for with this team? Let's go to Eric. <laughs> you guys are not ready for this, huh? What is the best thing we can help for specific to the Denver Nuggets as far as just like how? Do oh, you want me to start off on stuff? Yeah, yeah. So here's, a th- here's one thing. You hope that new players don't just like fill the gaps, but that new players emerge. And yeah. tonight was such a great example totally. of that. P.J. Dozier, we think we know what he is. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he's so young that, yep. hey, what if P.J. Dozier is actually – the next defense, like the next Gary Harris. He has a Gary Harris-esque rise where it's, can he knock down shots consistently and play within his role? Maybe. Can he be one of the best defenders in the perimeter? Maybe. Like nope. He's not that right now, but that's the brightest timeline. That's the most optimistic thing. A player like P.J. Dozier actually gets a chance to develop into a good player. Is the, is the timeline for just this season? I think so. Okay. So the brightest timeline is that uh, Michael Porter Jr. ascends to the level that we all believe he can, where he is scoring in the high to mid-20s every single game. He and Jokic find the ultimate rhythm that they were starting to develop where they get a little bit of that two-man. It's not going to be the same version of the two-man game that we get with uh, you know, ball-dominant guards like Jamal yeah. Murray and Monte Morris. Um, but... And the brightest timeline includes Monte Morris coming back and running the running the floor for the starting unit. Faku Composo going back, running the floor for the second unit. Both of those units having identity, and Michael Porter Jr. a lot being able to just be that absolute second banana. And 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 when it comes to scoring, probably the first right. the first banana, number one banana. And that for me, 
in the intro, you did nail on it, but to be more specific, without Murray and no Barton, P.J. Dozier, is he the third guy? It's kind of crazy, but there's, there's a chance. At least, it's hard to say third guy. I think it'll be less clear, but... Can he be an approximate, right? right? So that if he's a fourth or fifth guy going forward, you're that much more comfortable. And yes, then also, that guys, is the brightest timeline. Yes. Also, there are, and I don't know if it's possible. Everybody listening, I don't. We don't know. Sure, but that is the brightest timeline. We're living in a Teletubbies world. If we we're don't getting, know. if we're going brightest timeline, <laughs> and we're getting ambitious too, is there a path to bull climbing out of the doghouse before Holy this smokes. season is over and not playing high impact leverage minutes? But hey, we need a different look with the bench. We're not afraid to go to. <laughs> I honestly don't think that's. I mean, you're, you're right. You're right, right that that is part yeah. of the brightest timeline. But I'm like, ah, uh, that one. Come on. Well, the brightest timeline is that Bull Bull is incredible. Every nugget is good. Every nugget's good. Zeke Naji is incredible. Yeah. Um, Michael Porter is definitely to your point part of this. I mean, I still feel like he got 39 points tonight without them really running that much for yeah. him, and like it's yeah. still being awkward between him and Jokic. Just the like. Their chemistry is not that great still, and in large part because they don't. The offense isn't geared towards Porter and Jokic. It's geared, it's geared towards Jokic with Porter as a floor spacer. But the brightest timeline would be over this next twelve games, the Nuggets discovering some new way to use Michael Porter, so yeah. that these types of games are more possible. The only reason this is going to sound crazy, he went that entire month, an entire month where he shot fifty percent or better, which is awesome. But part of me wonders. What would have happened if he took 30 more shots over the course of that month? You know, like some of those games, he might have scored 39. And, and, and that's what I mean. And you know what the brightest timeline is like pretty much reliant upon is Jokic coming out with the killer mindset that he came out with tonight. Came out, shot a deep shot. I think it ended up being a two. It looked like a three right off the bat, cans it. And it was like, oh, OK, it's on. And like Jokic was just like going at it all business. And he was able to really get other guys involved but in a way that it was like i got this i'm gonna score and we can also have other things going on that people start focusing on Jokic, michael porter jr arrived i mean that that is that is the brightest timeline we are presented with it kind of you you saying this kind of arrived me at what i the real meat of the brightest timeline is murray and Jokic have such a deep appreciation for each other Oh, they really do. I mean, like you hear it in their voices when they talk about each other. Remember, everybody remembers last year. Yeah, Jokic was like, "I truly believe he's a superstar." Like you guys just don't know it yet, or whatever. You know, he's going to bat for him. Murray raves about Jokic. You don't have that yet for Michael Porter, and I kind of like it because like those things should be genuine and earned. They shouldn't just be given. Right. Yes. And like Porter's in the but the brightest timeline would be Porter earning that adoration oh, from Jokic. Jokic finally starts dapping him up when they walk. Exactly. The court. <laughs> That's what I mean. Is like, and, and it's funny because I've talked to some people in the organization that have kind of mentioned this. They're like, I love the way Jokic approaches Porter. He's like sometimes really chill and nice with him, and sometimes he's an asshole to him, yeah. and not in, and like in a good way. Not you know. And I, I really do think there's something too. <laughs> You know, when somebody really makes you earn their respect and then they respect you, you're like, it means so much more. You're like, man, this guy trusts me now. Yeah, man. And I don't want to break that trust because I know how hard it was to earn it. Michael Porter Jr. has gone through the gauntlet in his very short NBA career. He has gone. He has been at the lowest lows. He has been benched. He has been looked past. He has been just sort of like... Uh, I don't know, embarrassed a lot by the coach, by other, by Jokic, like people literally yelling at him on the, on the court, him being targeted defensively by teams in the bubble, not being able to actually play in the playoffs because he was such a liability. Right. And like, it's exactly that. Like he was broken down to a point where now to get 
this level of respect that Jokic is absolutely starting to display, like that has to mean something to him. And the, we've talked about this before, but like the thing about Michael Porter Jr. is that you think he's going to be like way more braggadocious and sort of like showy, but he's really like kind of all about his business. Like he doesn't really show a lot of emotion out there. And um, I, I got to think like, you know, just gaining the trust of a player like Jokic and having it be real. Like, I'm sure he goes home at night and is like, tight. And, and if we're, and if we're <laughs> being honest, last year's run to the Western Conference Finals was about Murray and Jokic. Absolutely. Everybody else Absolutely. just did their job. Could a similar run this year be about Michael Porter and Jokic? Look, it's a longer shot because the time frame for them to kind of arrive at that chemistry is much shorter. That Murray There's enough Jokic time, things. There's enough time. Uh, but what my point is, can everybody do their jobs? Porter goes like he did tonight. Jokic does what we know Jokic can do, and everybody else just fill in the gaps. Knock down enough shots. Guard your man. Rebound. Do all the details. I can't believe they're going to win the title. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not It's not like, can they do that? It's really not the craziest ask in the world. It's tough. And it's it, a long shot. It's a long shot, but it, it's, again, you're at, like, can an MVP, can the MVP right. and a Hall of Fame caliber player not saying he'll get there. Can they be great together? Like that's not that's not like a pipe dream. And so, if it were to shake out, it's Dallas somehow gets to the five. Maybe you start to talk yourself into some things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are these are talented <laughs> players. David Rodish says you look just like his dad. He wants you to say David who? Rodish says he, he wants you to say I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> oh, he wants me to say that yeah, to him. Yeah. I'm proud of you, son. Oh, man. I felt that. Wow. <laughs> that, holy cow. Wow. Hey, David. David, do you want to have a catch? My with, son, with Adam? A catch. <laughs> Let's go on out there and play a little catch. Um, Shaq Harrison, Zeke Naji, Bol Bol. Sure. Who has a better chance of making an impact Naji. At, a, at a playoff series? Zeke Shaq Naji. Harrison. Oh, Shaq. I didn't hear that one. Yep, Shaq Harrison. Sure. It, the reason this is a the only reason this is tough is because Shaq Harrison is a defensive can't shoot guard, and the Nuggets just right now have just desperately need guys that can shoot. Um, but I agree with you. Like Zeke Naji and Bull Bull still not playing. They're probably just not going to play. Yeah, probably not going to have much of an this impact. is the, this is not the year for Zeke Naji. That's next year. Austin Rivers. He is now I don't know five days into his ten day. How would we say his uh, odds are getting uh, that full-time job? He'll get it. Cause you think we need, so? We, we need bodies, man. I agree. I know. I was wondering if there was like another guy out there, like a Jam I, even Jamal Crawford, everybody kept talking about picking up. Would you just take a guy that is just like, hey, man, he's probably going to knock down his shot? Uh, Austin Rivers is has been exquisitely lackluster when it comes to offense and defense. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the one thing he's been able to do, like he's been able to run the floor a little bit. For this, for the second year, there's been times where he's been like the guy, yeah. and it hasn't been a complete disaster unless he's shooting. Yeah. But he's at least a guy that was like, all right, totally. I'll put the ball on the floor. I'll yeah, try. dude. Like the, the pro. I mean, and you know, it's unfair to him because you know, like it's it's weird. Like you show up at a new job, it's weird for like a couple weeks until you like feel you don't know you don't know maybe where your locker is. You know, like you don't know if it's okay to talk to Jokic or whatever. Like. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure he's feeling a little, you know, and frankly, like the fact that he got released by Houston has be, has to be like a little demoralizing. So I'm sure he's like in a dark kind of place. And so he hasn't looked great, but I, I, I'm positive they're going to sign him you can, for the you, rest of the season. 
I haven't like hated any one thing that he's done. Like he hasn't looked good, but you're not sitting there going like, "Please stop doing things," <laughs> yeah. you know. And that's that's really my bar yeah. right now. Um, um, anything else from the brightest timeline? I'll, I'll just throw one out. It doesn't have anything to do with the Nuggets. The uh, Lakers falling to the play-in game, oh, baby. and then losing the oh. first round, and then having to play the Warriors oh. for all the marbles. One game gets you in. Oh my God! I like LeBron. He's had his time. But if Steph Curry, after everybody has slandered Steph Curry all this time, gets to eliminate LeBron James's Lakers in a one-game playoff. To me, that would be awesome. That is the that is the brightest of all timelines. It's just, such a bright timeline, and also it's just and it's for it's weird to say, but it's kind of for our guy Yoke too. Like the narratives around some of like Steph Curry, Curry and Jokic have a lot of similarities where guys just don't appreciate them because they don't fit the traditional mold. It'd be fun. It would be fun to see. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that one bit. Oh, I wouldn't. It's not that I wouldn't mind it. It's just it would feel like my birthday. <laughs> like I. I, I, as much as I love seeing the Nuggets succeed, I also s- like seeing teams like the Lakers fail. Nah, true. I'm, I'm filled with almost as much joy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hit our last break. Um, I am told that Michael Porter has yet to talk. Of course, we have to talk to him tonight because, you know, career night. So Harrison might take a little while. We'll figure something out to I know we can. You. I know we can play. What? There's a video f- that has surfaced from today. <laughs> all right, maybe we'll play that video <laughs> on the other side. It's a live a video, but we'll play it on the other side. <laughs> For some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it's a chance to build on last year's success. Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding to the thrill of the draft with a chance to turn. Who wants to guess? It's it's $1 into $100 in free bets. If a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday, on Thursday night, a quarterback is drafted first overall. You can turn $1 into $100 paid out in free bets. It's simple. You just download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up for that chance to turn $1 into $100. That's right, $1 into $100. Don't forget, enter code DNVR during sign-up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 Four seven zero zero. So things are changing here. Some things are afoot here at the DNVR. Oh, bar. they are afoot indeed. At some point in the near future, when you come here to order, I just closed my ad reads. Unbelievable. To order a burger. Oh, let's see if you can do this. Let's see if you can do it. <laughs> It'll be a Wagyu beef burger. Let's go. Brought to you by so Hassle Marble. Cattle Company. Um, Hassle Cattle I don't know if you Company. can have a marbled ground beef patty. You can. No, you can't. Mm, uh, but it, you, the, can. The, you can have high fat content and have it be delicious. Go ahead. All right. So you can get your, your Wagyu beef here, or you can head to HassleCattleCompany.com. And is it uh, DNVR20 for 20%? Let's kiss. Yes. It's DNVR20 for 20%. And if you order up to $200, it's free shipping. So don't be afraid to order in bulk. Head to HassleCattleCompany.com. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to do about this third read. I'm going to have to check my history. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at this. Uh, what a disaster. Uh, wait. Oh, oh. All's we not have lost. It. Guys, our friends at the Colorado Hawks are selling Jokic for MVP shirts. Be on the right side of history. <laughs> Head to JokicForMVP.com and support the Colorado Hawks by purchase, purchasing one of their Jokic for MVP t-shirts. We've told you all about the Hawks, how they're celebrating their 25th anniversary of helping high-level athletes to win college scholarships, and how the Hawks have they're an affordable program that's never turned an athlete away over cost. If that sounds like something you want to support, and it should be, head to JokicForMVP.com. Get yourself a sick shirt that lets everyone know you we're on the right side of history. Awesome. Um, 
Yeah, by the way, Jokic uh, MVP odds go back up. <laughs> they they, went, they took a little dip last night, but they're back up to a lock. I almost, I almost, I almost pulled an Adam. Would have been a shameful thing. Didn't shameful thing to I, do. I, 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 I didn't do it, but I almost did. It's going to work out for me where I kind of bought the dip. You know, I kind of <laughs> sold high, then bought back in low. It's kind of like a stock trader over here. I kind of did a, a great day thing. Day trader. <laughs> day trader over here. Um, I did want to mention, though, so we talked about the three-pointers. And I just want to go over this. Two games in a row with seven threes. For, for, so here's the list. J.R. Smith, 14 such games. Total. Games with seven plus with seven threes as a nugget as a nugget that's Dude, a lot that's gonna be a, that's gonna take a lot. JR, to you, you did you did you ever see J.R. Smith play for the Nuggets? I Brandon? did, but not with it this was focus. the wildest ride that ever was. It was the crazy like he would come in and get so blistering hot that you would be like, what is happening? And then he would just be a complete disaster yeah. one game later, and it was just. And it was it was the JaVel McGee of oh shooting guards. <laughs> I, that's a lot. That's a lot. Of, that's yeah. a lot of threes. Uh, Michael Adams has four such games. Jamal Murray has four such games. Nick Van Exel, very underrated Nugget, uh, had four such games in part because he wasn't here for that long. But and he's more of a Laker than anything. But whatever. Uh, Mahmoud three, as I mentioned, all came in '96. By the way, so it kind of tells you. Uh, Will Barton has three. Is that surprising? Will Barton has three games with the Nuggets where he made seven three-pointers. Yeah, that, is surprising. that does surprise me. I mean, Jamal Murray has four. Will Barton has three. That's crazy to me. That was, that's very surprising. Gallo has three. Chauncey has two. Randy Foy has two. Brian Stith has two. Now Michael Porter has two. Yeah, he's going to finish with more than two would be my Where, d- where does he finish? 14's the record. He has two this week. <laughs> How many games are left? <laughs> Where does he finish his career in Denver? Probably, probably at the top of that list. I would guess so. I would guess so. Jamal Murray has the ability to, ex- you know, also sort of run with him, but I just feel like Michael Porter making seven threes. It feels way less surprising than Jamal Murray making seven threes. Yeah, when Jamal Murray, like Jamal Murray, is or can be like nuclear hot. See? Oh yeah. Do you say <laughs> nuclear? Is that what he is did. that what somebody was saying that they Yeah, I've never I noticed said nuclear, this. but uh, nuclear. He went nuclear hot. Um nice. thanks guys. Uh always looking to improve, guys. Appreciate you out there. So but um the thing about Michael Porter Jr. is that he it's sort of this was not like holy cow, he's hotter than he's ever been. It was like, yeah, he's just kinda open and he's just hitting shots. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just so I don't know, it's easy it's easy for him in a way that it shouldn't be, but it, it seems to be. So he's definitely going to be at the top. I'm telling you, talk about that brightest timeline. I do think there's a world out there that might be this one where Michael Porter making 10 threes, you know, it's just not that crazy. I mean, it would be crazy. 10 threes is crazy every time you do it. But he's just capable of that. The one thing you watch him, we laugh about it when we're watching it all the time. In fact, Vote has a theory. Every time you could tell he really wanted to shoot it but didn't, he like – Something zaps inside of him that tells him not. He passes it without looking. Like he's right. he's too disgusted to even look. Yeah, he swings it. It's true. If you watch it, he'll do a lot of that where he's like about to shoot, about to shoot, and he's like, supposed to do this one. And I'm telling you, all it takes is that earning that trust to where the team's like, yeah, do it. Because Jamal Murray takes bad shots sometimes, and he makes bad shots sometimes. But the team trusts him yeah. to be able to do it. Michael Michael Porter didn't have that, but maybe he can earn it over this 12 games. If not, maybe he can earn it over the course of that next season. I mean, he earned it over the course of these four quarters. Like, by the fourth quarter, <laughs> oh, you're true. like, dude, let him dude, shoot. It was a they full, were looking for him. Yeah. Dude, the fourth was a full Porter quarter, dude. Oh, yeah. A Porter quarter. Uh, we got a, a sticker. I, I, I'm dying to know. Oh, can we play the sticker? Um so Eric can read Shout it. Shout out the Oso Blanco. Let's see here. 
Uh, let's see. Pair character lifting some weights saying, keep it up. I'm looking yeah. at it now, and you know what, Eric? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, that is what it is? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great All right, description. Do you want to play your video? I thought Harrison would be here by now. Do you want to play your dumb video? So, uh, you know what? Let's just play the video. <laughs> I haven't seen I this been video. Been all day. Sweatpants out on the golf on course. Camera, course. How is this? The onesie. Okay, the so, this <laughs> oh, what was this cut? What was that cut? Did we just cut? No. Yeah, we did too. Oh, there well, was a cut. Well, he it's it just jumped. Yeah, it did jump. That's what. The, the, what is, this is what I'm saying. Is this a doctored video? No. Oh, I'm God. telling you. I am telling you. Yeah, of course. There was a little jump there. Love how Spencer still's got that mullet rocking. Three <laughs> hundred. It's a three hundred. This is my worst hit, though. This is what sucks. Is like the video here for this. Is that not appropriate? I don't know. I'm not supposed to do that. My shirts are all too short for me these days. Two, two, two swings, that was beating you. Two swings, that was incorrect. Ask the audience, dude. You took a third swing. It was a good one. I'd get to take my turn. 275. 245. 255. Oh, come on. I'm not going to mess. 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 i am not Inaccurate representation of what listen, happened there. Listen, I, this is going to be a show of receipts. You called Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I said I was, <laughs> I said I was better than you at golf. Uh, or whatever. All right, all right. <laughs> we do have Harrison Wynn waiting for us though, and also nobody cares about our golfing. Yeah. So <laughs> let's uh, let's throw it to Harrison Wynn live sure from Ball Arena. The full cut. They love it. Uh, well, there's no there's no other cut. That's the thing. They missed the first two. Whatever. <laughs> let's bring Harrison in. Harrison, um, it was great seeing you out on the the course today, buddy. Thanks. That really helped us out. Um, and it's also good to see you here. How are you? Hey, Kel, can you turn the volume on? I've been battling a migraine all day, but you know, like all uh, big time performers do, they uh, <laughs> they show show up when it matters. Wow, way to power through. Um, well, first of all, before we get to the post game, was there any notes you have just from being at the arena tonight? You just the other day saw Jokic drop forty-seven. Tonight, you get a career high from Michael Porter. Um, I don't want to like go back into my uh, excitement ratings because those are of much uh, much debate on, on the show. But <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. exciting player to watch on the Nuggets, in my opinion, right now. Exciting player to watch. Can you, can you repeat yourself, Win? Sorry, dude. Oh, if I had to give my excitement rate, my excitement ratings, Michael Porter Jr. is the most exciting player to watch on the Nuggets right now. Holy oh, smokes. wow. Dude, you're just like trying to get canceled. Yeah, you're just <laughs> trying to like, yeah, really piss off Serbia. Um, all right, agree to disagree, but he's he's also a 10 out of 10, so he's tied up there. Um, yeah. But from the arena, what was the, did the arena seem to know that he was going for a career high tonight? 
Uh, I don't know. It's so tough to tell, man. It's so tough to tell. Like, the double OT game, that was such a close game, and there was so much buildup. The crowd was really hyped for that game. There were some times tonight when the crowd was really hyped, but I don't know if you had, like, that same type of buildup, the four-quarter buildup that you had against Memphis, but... it, it, it just doesn't have that same feel as it would, obviously, if right. it's a packed arena and he's, you know, setting a new career high. But it, it was still a good environment tonight. So what did Michael Malone have to say? So Michael Malone, I don't know if you guys saw this watching on the broadcast, but the last 10 seconds of this game, he's on the bench with his head in his hands, just pissed. And he walks off the floor with his head down. Just because of of how the third string finished it. Yeah. And then he comes into his post game zoom and he says, look, he was pleased with the offense tonight. 36 assists, efficient shooting, good process for most of the night, but disappointed that he didn't get that four quarter defensive effort. He said, we've got to be better defensively. We can't allow a team to shoot 50% in the second half and 54% in the fourth quarter. So, I wouldn't want to be uh, Marcus Howard, Bull Bull, <laughs> in uh, tomorrow's film session. Yeah. I, what, how do you, what do you think about that? Uh, it's hilarious. No. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, he's good at this, and he knows when his team needs to, like, constantly be, he, refocus. He, but he, that, it, that is uh, a psychological tactic he is using for his team. And I just feel like the players are like, all right, coach, for sure thing, man. Yeah, we'll do that next time. Yeah. <laughs> Four quarters. <laughs> Um, all right, what else do you have to say? Uh, so big nights for P.J. Dozier. Michael Porter Jr., obviously, both those guys hit career highs. On P.J., Malone, like, he, he didn't really talk like he was surprised about what P.J. did. Uh, he said he expects P.J. to make shots. As big and as strong as he is, he expects P.J. to grab rebounds. He had seven rebounds today. He expects P.J. to play make for others, three assists. So, I think we've all thought that PJ is capable of this stuff. It's all about just kind of putting um, the right foot forward and kind of playing the type of role that he needs to play. And like, he can fill it up. I mean, I mean, he can absolutely fill it up if he's in rhythm and that's what we saw tonight. So Malone kind of expects this from him. Nice. All right. Well, what did the players have to say? Um, so we so we're having to, a hard time uh, hearing because the bar, like, they just turned the volume up on the music for some reason. I don't know. Down over yeah, we, we got a real honky tonk vibe over yeah, here. Honky tonk <laughs> music that they like blasted even higher. So I'll keep it short and sweet then. So Nicole Jokic had the quote of the night. He was talking about the injuries that Denver's had, and he goes, "Quote the injuries all around the all around the league. I don't know what's happening. I think we need to first of all protect each other on the floor." Because we're all eating the same bread. We can play hard and compete, but I think we can play kind of safer. I've never heard anybody in the league say this. Nobody in the league has said this or anything like this this year, but I thought that was fascinating. Hmm, yeah. What do, you, like, what do you think he means? Just like being conscious of undercut, undercutting guys and, and making gratuitous efforts on, on plays that could only hurt folks and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean – Maybe he means just kind of chill out into the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he might not be wrong. <laughs> Look, they got three games in four nights coming up. Like, uh, I'm, I'm already a little nervous about it. I'm nervous for me. 
I'm nervous for me too. I'm tired. Um, and it's another week where I'm going to be gone in every every damn night of the week. It's it's, it's, it's rough, man. Um, all right, what else? Uh, what, what else we get from the players? So we spoke to Mike, of course, as well. Um, a reflective Michael Porter Jr. He said, Ooh. "Games like this, speaking about his career high, you've just got to step back and appreciate the moment." I love I thought it. That was a nice reflective moment from him. Uh, he was talking about PJ Dozier's night. This is a comp we've made a lot, of course. He said PJ and Will have similar games, so he's going to fill the Barton role while Will's out for a couple weeks. And also on Will Barton, he was at the arena tonight. He was on the sideline. I saw him walking around a little bit. Um, seems like he's in good spirits, but was really, really favoring that right leg. So uh, it seems like he's definitely going to miss a significant amount of time here. It's Jamal Murray's not in town, is he? I don't think so. He was not here. Okay. I wonder, but Will's you know, here. Monte's on the bench as well. I mean, at some point, he will return to the team. Yeah. You know, like, it, he'll obviously be with the team at some point. And I imagine that'll be at a emotional part. I almost wonder if Michael Malone, he's good with this stuff, saves it for a moment. You know, just Jamal was like, hey, I'll, I'm coming in Wednesday. He's like, actually, can you wait till Friday? And we'll have you come in about Six thirty, right before tip off, we'll have you come in. Wheels him in. Yeah. Hey, game, look who's what, here, what about uh, <laughs> what about game one against the Lakers in the first? Well, round? that's a long way away. I hope Jamal's there a lot sooner than I mean, that. That's the, the Mavericks. Only... Yeah, against the Mavericks. I don't know if you saw tonight, but the Mavs—they're on the heels of the Lakers, so you never know. Um, yeah. Anyway, what else? So the other big takeaway I had from tonight—it just feels like to me that. Michael Porter Jr. is kind of seizing this moment. He's seizing this bigger responsibility, this this bigger offensive role that he can take right now. And I asked PJ about that, just if he can sense that Mike's ready for it and embracing it. And he goes, Showtime? You're talking about Showtime. We call him Showtime. <laughs> Who? He's definitely ready. And PJ, holy smoke, Showtime. Okay, uh, I'm trademarking that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Showtime. So, Showtime Mike. Everybody yeah, everybody's got confidence in Showtime. Everybody's got confidence <laughs> in Michael Porter Jr. to, Holy to be the guy now. Did did you did Jokic have anything to say about Showtime? No, he didn't. I asked <laughs> him about that same kind of question and he pretty much just said it's a team effort. He didn't really go into anyone individually. I will say though, I have asked Jokic about that stuff and he has said as much in the past like he's confident in every shot Porter takes right. and Jokic recognizes that as much as he'd love to play faceless army he he knows who Michael Porter is yeah that's kind of what PJ said tonight he goes whenever Mike's shooting contested shots we think they're going in we know Mike we know what he's capable of I think he's ready for it we're gonna need him to continue to grow for us to be a great team so PJ uh, kind of gave you that well, showtime. I'm with it. I like it. Showtime. I'm here for it, man. It works. Um, all righty, Harrison. Well, thank you for uh, for grinding for us. Oh, I actually have one question. Did you did you have a pizza tonight? Did you have another pizza or? I did not have a pizza. What did we go uh, with? They were they were out of pizzas. Classic Lay's. I did not have any Lay's. <laughs> I did have a blackened chicken wrap. Ooh, that was. Sublime. Was this follow-up question? Was this a hot wrap or was this a cold wrap? 
Cold Rock. Oh, man, I feel like I'm there with you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Thanks, Harrison. Get home safe. Everybody, thank you for uh, riding with us here. I know, honestly, man, there's been a little bit of a drop-off. You could feel there's a lull at Nuggets Nation, but I'm telling you, you, you feel sad, you get over it. Nuggets bring us so much joy. Ups, so downs, true. whatever. They always, you know, they're always worth so it did it's so it is so worth it like and even the downs only just provide context for so true the eventual up and even when maybe we don't get the ultimate goal that we're looking for like there's just been moments along the way that have just been some of the best moments of my life this season like just the great like things that happen where you're like it just feels like the universe is smiling on you like adam's baby face smiling down from the teletubby sun. that's right it's just like and it that. just feels warm on your face and it's worth it it's always worth it any parting thoughts i just want to say someone pointed out to us when we were doing the first gear second gear de- debate you want to go higher like six gears better first gears worse so who doesn't I, know that me i'm gonna go read a book. <laughs> i'm gonna go read a book yeah. i did know that but he's such a gearhead this guy yeah. really really right. loves loves <laughs> motors <laughs> loves, the, loves the, the gears <laughs> all right thanks everybody hit the like button on your way out hit subscribe we'll see Enjoy you guys on monday let's go We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years. They're now their permanent family dentist. If you're one of those listeners, if you're thinking about do that, reach out to us. Let us know. Send us the anecdotes. Those are our friends. They're the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro area. They're extreme Colorado sports fans just like you, just like me. So that dentist talk, it can be a little less awkward this time around. Who doesn't want to talk about Jokic winning MVP? Except for ESPN. Remember, get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, and you receive a free Sonicare toothbrush out the door. Don't miss out on that opportunity. Check out Green Mountain Dental Group today.